0: Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and motherfucking girls. This is Pop Tournaments, and we're here to do a podcast. Uh, I am Jake Wicker, and with us is Ryan Barrett. What's happening, everybody? And very, very special guest, Missy Subdi, joining us here today, (laughs) subbing in. Uh, Very, very happy to have you here. Uh, One of our... Most favorite Pop Tarts that we have in the <laughs> Pop Tournaments universe. Uh, always bringing such wonderful, wonderful opinions. Welcome. Ah. How are
1: you doing? I
2: I like your choice of words, opinions, because because that's what they are. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I would say, like ten percent expertise and ninety percent opinions. But that, yeah, <laughs> it's being appreciated. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> no, that's what we love to do. Uh we're happy to uh, have you here. Uh we miss we miss Jen. She had a birthday over the weekend and ended up in like one of those freaky Friday situations and body swapped with one of her plants and we wish her the best. Hopefully, you know, that'll undo itself after like 30 days like it always does in those movies. Uh 17 again, Freaky Friday. Vice 13 versa. going on 30. Wasn't it 24 hours? Yeah. something
1: like that?
0: Yeah. Oh, they were all different times. Yeah. Um uh, nice. Yo, what's up? Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, Ryan, what's been going on? I hear you've been a little under the weather, but I hope you're on the mend.
3: Yeah, I uh I had strep throat uh for like the first time as an adult. So, please excuse me. I'm I'm going to be trying to like talk as little as possible and um so yeah, I'll probably be a lot more succinct than normal which will be a great joy to some of you (laughs)
0: Um, and a big disappointment
3: and a a big disappointment to others i'm sure
2: Uh, i'm an i'm an elementary school music teacher so i talk all day long so (laughs) i'll try to make up for it
3: (laughs) awesome
0: that's that expertise we're talking about yeah uh, well, I will, again, I will, uh, uh, let you save your voice, especially for the recos section. Cause I know you got a couple of good ones. I'm sure being sick, you had time to uh, consume a little media, you know, over the weekend. Um, Missy, how's it been going? What's up? So th- th- we're, again, happy to have you on the show. We're going to talk a little Prince, and we're going to talk a little pop culture. But uh, y- like you said, you're a, a music teacher, uh, kids, a, lo- a lot of places going back to school. It- has it been going okay for you?
2: Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the key word for this year is Flexibility uh yeah. <laughs> we started out in hybrid uh and then we went to dl for november and and december and now we're back uh in december or in january we went back to full time full group which means mm-hmm. i I, uh, I teach about 120 kids a day uh with about five different things on my face so <laughs> 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 uh I including a, a microphone so they could still hear me um <laughs> but uh, you just kind of you just learn to roll with the, roll with the punches, and yeah, it's, just, it's just kind Good of deal. different every day. And eh. you kind of I just have know, to have that kind of attitude, yeah. <laughs> did, you
0: have a chance, did you have a chance to at least relax a little bit over the weekend, enjoy some of the nice weather?
2: Ah, uh, yeah. I, you know, for, uh, for the I got to hug my mom for the first time in a year because uh, we're we're now both fully vaccinated, and she was uh, we were both pretty thrilled. So, um, uh, and then Love to hear we're, uh, me and Chris are getting that the house all fixed up and ready to sell. Cause we're, we're moving this summer. So nice. pretty busy, busy weekend. Not that restful, but it was good. Yeah.
0: So that, that that's wonderful. And I will <laughs> take the moment to, uh, say, well, first you, I, I got to ding you for your husband, Chris. That's how, that's how, uh, we got Missy here. Uh, I went, uh, I grew up uh, at competing high schools, but uh, friends with uh, her husband, Chris, and. she is a lot smarter at music than he is, so that's why she's here. <laughs> he, he he plays yep, pretty I, I, good guitar. I'm putting it on record.
2: <laughs> he, he, yeah, he can play guitar and he can sing, but he doesn't do it for people. Like he'll bar- barely do it for me and Henry. Like he's bashful about it. But, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: that's okay. Yep. And uh, uh, like we saw in your video, you have an extremely talented son. Yeah, uh, that was I'm already <laughs> j- jealous of.
2: <laughs> we have no idea where he so came cool. from yeah um so like he okay <laughs> like we have instruments all around the house we, we have music playing constantly like so it doesn't surprise me at all that he loves music mm. but uh the fact that he all already plays better ukulele than i do uh and he just turned five it's, it's just insane and he uh he has perfect pitch as well do you know what that is
1: mm-hmm
2: uh yeah or got...
0: recognizes like a, a perfect c essentially
2: uh, and chords too yeah yeah i'll play a chord and he'll be like oh that's f sharp minor uh mm-hmm. what's this <laughs> that's b flat like we have no idea wow. where that came from like i love music and like i studied it for and that's the only reason i'm good at music because i i worked at it and chris you know loves music too but uh yeah we, we it was Some just kind of kid lottery yeah
0: <laughs> Osmosis was happening.
2: Yeah.
0: Absolutely incredible. I will say so I I I sent it to Ryan before uh you guys posted it and uh he, he initially thought it was just uh some YouTube clip no, that I had I, found no. that had gone I, viral. No, that's yeah, me like,
2: that's me singing. It's, it's yeah. That good. yeah. Yeah, that's I, I my voice like, singing, so I could sing for you right now, and you'd know that was my voice. Yeah. Oh, that's not fake.
3: No, I was like, that's a really, really great find. Like that's such a cool video and not knowing because, you know, I feel like, you know, you are a very present member of our little club. Um, So, and when he told me that it was you and your son, it was a, it was a very special moment. Uh, I thought it was so cool. And I, I showed it to my wife right after, and uh, she was also very impressed.
2: I've always appreciated it. Yes. I don't want to be that kind of mom that like totally exploits my kid. You know, I don't I want my kid to be a normal kid. I, he doesn't need to be a YouTube star, you know. Not, not, like, <laughs> not,
3: not like Mrs. Hansen. <laughs> oh boy.
0: <laughs> you I, I'm glad you saved your voice for that zinger. <laughs> uh so let's, well, let's, we'll go, we'll go slightly out of order here. Let's take that moment. Let's, uh, let's talk about some of the print songs we missed in this tournament. You know, we could only include 36. Um, and you, again, Missy, you seem to ha- have a deep understanding of, uh, uh, of his catalog. So, uh, I like that. Any, anything, I know you had mentioned a couple on the page, but, um, any that you really felt like we dropped the ball on or wish we could have included?
2: Well, I mean, I don't think any of them are well known or at least my favorites aren't well known enough to, to like rightfully make it onto those tournaments. People would be like, what? Like, what's that? (laughs) Um, so, uh, a lot of these, I'm not surprised at all that they didn't make it, but, um, but I can still mention them <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, feel free.
2: Uh, so, um, my, well, I'll, I'll mention beautiful ones. I know it was a part of the, the tournament, but, uh, that's like my one of my top two favorite Prince songs of all time. And I know you two had talked about, um, you know, making mixtapes and having that one track that's like, yep, I like you. You know, that Beautiful Ones was that for me. And if you had Beautiful Ones on your mixtape, like that was that was me trying to trying to ensnare you, you know. Uh, but oh, I noticed awesome. I didn't put it on Chris's,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but
2: I think I just, bah, I knew, bah, bah. I I knew that, uh, I, you know, I wasn't going to pull all my old tricks, you know, with him. Cause I, I kind of knew <laughs> right off the bat that, that he was it. So, um, nice. I was, I was, his was 100% original. Yeah. Um, cool. okay. So, uh, but yeah, I'll just mention that right off the bat. Okay. Uh, so this one, uh, I actually hadn't heard until after he passed. Uh, it's mm-hmm. uh, "Love Thy Will Be Done" from mm. the originals, uh, and actually, he originally—have you guys heard it? Uh, it sounds familiar. It was originally written for a vocalist called Martika, uh, mm. who was who it's had like soldiers. a brief shining moment in like the early '90s or maybe late '80s. And she was from mm. something called Kids Incorporated, which I think was on Nickelodeon way back. In she, day, she, was a, kind of a, she
3: was a one-hit wonder. She was yeah, a one-hit Toy wonder with, with the song Toy Soldier." Toy yeah.
2: Soldier. I actually really liked that song when I was a kid. Yeah, That's But anyway, great. Uh, he wrote it for her and like he, they just collaborated and he just kind of paged through one of her diaries, I guess, and like pulled out like, some lyrics that he really liked, and then he just, like, disappeared into the wind and, like, came back <laughs> with that song, like, a month later. But um, I heard his version on The Current, uh, maybe, I, I I guess I don't know, maybe, like, a year after he passed, and maybe it was around the time, the anniversary of his, his passing or something. But I, I, just, I remember driving and just being blown away by uh, his version of it, maybe about two... Two and a half to three minutes into it is like this choir of prince voices. Like, <laughs> it's like eight tra- layered tracks of his voice. And it's just a astound- I just, I, maybe as a choir dork, I, I really connected with it. Um, but, and then just the lyrics. Uh, let, let's see here. Even when there's no peace outside my window, there's peace inside. And that's why I can no longer run. And huh. I just, I, I loved that and I, you know, it might be religious for him, but it really isn't for me. For me, it's just more about, you know, finding your peace and then just, and then just being like, okay, I can be still now. I don't have to keep yeah. moving. I, you know, like in my twenties, like I had different jobs and different places to live and different boyfriends maybe every six months, you know? And it's like, <laughs> And like I totally related to that lyrics, Same. like I can I can be still, you know. <laughs> um, so that's my fave of all time. Like listen, like with headphones, listen to like that just kind of that really vocal spot, kind of right maybe two thirds into it uh
0: i'm just gonna dream that i'm under eight layers of praise (laughs) well and of course he's saying he's saying
2: like a bass (laughs) note and a soprano (laughs) note you know i'm saying like that's how big his vocal range was like he he can sing a whole lot lower than i can and he you know he's probably can hit like higher than my highest note like that's how great a singer he was uh so love thy will be done um and then uh you had uh you had put uh, some some uh, sometimes it snows in April, and oh, yeah. it's another one for me. Um, and, yeah, you gotta say something.
0: Oh no, go. Okay. Ahead. I was just gonna say it's a great song, and it seemed to. It definitely became, unfortunately, more popular right. uh, after his passing, you know, because the coincidence that it was also in April. But uh, yeah, no, go, go, right. go ahead. Sorry.
2: Oh, I was just going to say, like, you know, I actually, that was one of those other ones where I hadn't heard it until, you know, in the last five years. Um, oh, Gosh, but, you know, a couple of years ago, my dad passed and me and my siblings, all of us are Prince fans. Uh, we all like different eras, like my sister's very <laughs> diamonds and pearls and my brother, you know, we're all different, but, um, but we were gotten the subject like, of sad songs and my brother had brought up, sometimes it snows in April. And I was like, how have I not heard that? Like, and mm-hmm. so of course they, like, you know, I went home and listened to it and of course it was, was blown away by the sadness. And, and now I forever, you know, connect that with my dad and, uh, Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's that's another special one of those songs.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely one of those songs that I, I I still get a little teared up. I I remember uh, it was right after he passed. Uh, D'Angelo performed it on the Jimmy Fallon show, um, and he actually had to stop partway through the song as he was performing it. So, right, uh, definitely a mover mover there. Right, um, emotional songs. I maybe not again like you said some of these aren't as well known i had the cross um it was actually a song that ryan introduced me to Hmm. um back in the day but uh a song you know that was played live uh, at least uh uh, you know it was in semi-regular rotation um did you have any other ones that you wanted to mention uh
2: yeah okay so i'll just mention so um I really like, I, I, I wouldn't call myself an R&B fan, but I love Prince's R&B songs. Like, um, <laughs> Adore is amazing. Yeah. Um, it's just like the laid back uh, horns and his falsetto. And anything where he does it in falsetto, I, I love because I, I like to sing along the male falsetto. It just kind of sits really nice in my range. But um, uh, Adore is amazing. And it's re- I feel like it's really long, but you want it to last that long. Mm -hmm. um and then two other tracks that are kind of like that are uh call my name and uh, on the couch um uh just really great r&b like uh just just kind of top-notch r&b um on the couch is really funny to me because it's basically it was from the musicology uh album uh, it's basically a guy, like, begging his girlfriend uh, not to make him sleep on the couch.
0: <laughs>
2: it's, <laughs> it's just kind of, I like it when he shows a little peak of his sense of humor.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, definitely. Yeah. I, I I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree. I, lo- I love, he, he was, he did have a lot of, uh, uh, you know, kind of tongue in cheek or almost like, it, even in the music video, kind of like winking at the camera for certain lines and, um uh, Ryan was there anything uh I didn't want to I didn't <laughs> want to skip you over but was there
3: anything we should mention The the first one that came to mind for me that was like just kind of it it was on the list till right up until the very end and I bet I now know. I kind of feel bad that it wasn't on the list. Yeah. Is, comu- is computer blue <laughs> and Oh, oh
0: the, yeah, That's what I expected you to say. The the, <laughs> the reason
3: is because you know, it it's kind of I think thought of at least by me, I don't know, maybe not everybody, but it's kind of like the the song on purple rain that's like the skipper, you know, if there is one. <laughs> yeah. If there is one, computer blue I think is gotta be the one that's yeah. like less than. Um it's like the one that's not a classic, really. <laughs> if mm-hmm.
1: I got
0: really like
3: the rest of the album, it's like classic 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 and then there's computer blue which is just kind of like uh it kind (laughs) of sounds like it kind of sounds like devo-esque um weird but but... then it got name checked in that dave Chappelle sketch
1: oh yeah they they ran it was like a basketball play
3: yeah oh yeah 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 that's right i forgot about that (laughs) um and (laughs) but uh yeah when we did that little thing last week uh the our little intro speech it reminded me that like god that kind of sucks we didn't put that in <laughs> um,
1: yeah.
3: but so yeah that's the first thing i thought of well, how about you
0: um the, well the, just real quick i think it is and, uh, and this is what i thought you were going to say because it was also on the list oh yeah I, you know, up I know i know what i gonna say I, I, I could never take the place of your man. Yeah, that's the other one. So like, like again, just kind of a right on the edge there. Um, like going back and relooking at it, I would probably put it in this time. so um, but I also I, I thought you know as he was making his resurgence um, before his untimely passing, I, I loved some of those uh, songs that he was doing with Third Eye Girl uh fix your life up was a nice fun upbeat song um you know guitar uh was kind of a classic just uh i don't want to say like one of his absolute best songs but it was just the it proved that like at any age he could just pound out a a a really fun single uh something that would uh, you know just fun uh, to dance to um so yeah, we again, this this could have easily been a tournament of uh, you know, 128 songs. So uh yeah, thank uh, thank you uh all of you for that. Uh, uh I really quick uh, as we are a pop culture uh, podcast, I want to take a moment uh to remember we actually lost two really really hilarious actors uh last week, the absolutely fantastic Jessica Walter um and The also just hilarious uh, George Seagal. Um, And it's funny because I just mentioned the Goldbergs a few weeks ago as a a recommendation, and then uh, boom. Uh, no more, uh, no more pops on on Goldberg's. But uh, Jessica Walter. Uh, uh, also, I don't want to miss out. Uh, Just shoot me. I. I, I lo- that's on Hulu now for uh, people out there that have Hulu. Just shoot me. Nice classic he, uh, 90s he, sitcom.
3: He's also so great in one of my favorite comedies of the 90s. Um, he plays the husband of Mary Tyler Moore's character in um flirting with disaster oh gosh i forgot like about
2: that one one that's of a good my favorite one. comedies right
3: uh, yeah but he's ah, so i forgot he was pitch in that perfect yeah. in that movie
0: yeah that's it's gonna be a bummer he's just he's one of those guys that really just adds that extra layer layer of uh, hilarity i think and then uh jessica walter uh arrested development <laughs> archer that's what she's known for nowadays but uh, just a, a fantastic actress um, throughout uh, her entire career, whether it was uh, movies, uh, one time uh, parts on TV shows, or reoccurring roles. Uh, she was actually, she did the uh, Law and Order trifecta. She was on Law and Order, Law and Order Criminal Intent, and Law and Order SVU. <laughs> I <Huh>? love <laughs> when an act, actor can do the trifecta, but also found out, I, I never realized, she was the mother's voice on Dinosaurs, the ABC sitcom in the early 90s not the mama not yeah she was the mama though. (laughs) (laughs) i didn't realize she did
1: that so uh
0: (laughs) bummer uh bummer to lose those two uh uh, lucille bluth in my opinion is a uh top top 20 all-time television character i maybe that's going out on a limb but uh yeah we're gonna miss those two um, so we had a question out, uh, 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 to the group to talk about, uh, you know, some of our favorite, uh, local musicians, um, uh, from wherever we may be from. And, um, you guys, uh, uh feel free to chime in at any point, but, uh, I don't want to, uh, skip over anybody, uh, that, uh, responded. Uh, we had, uh, Chantel H, um. Uh, from Texas, loves Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson's the best from Texas. Um, Shane K. Uh, I, I love, he was very proud of uh, the Kenneth Babyface Edmonds from Indianapolis, Indiana. We love Indianapolis. Jen uh, G had Aretha Franklin from Detroit. Uh, just won the uh, uh, the uh, Currents uh, Musical uh, Road Trip uh, Tournament, uh, whatever they wanted to call it. Um, Jennifer MT had a lot of uh, Baltimore bands animal Collective uh, Tori Amos and and David Byrne nice little collection out of Baltimore there uh, and then the flaming lips uh, from Oklahoma her adopted city uh, Brad B had uh, the cherry pop and daddies in Eugene <laughs> Oregon and, and nowadays the the violent Femmes in Milwaukee but uh, that would have been fun to see the cherry pop and daddies in a in a you know, little bar, uh, like he was describing, uh, Karen A had Rick James, Annie DeFranco, Lance Diamond, the Google dolls, all from Buffalo, New York. Uh, Laurel O had, uh, Gregory Porter and less proud, uh, corn from Bakersfield. Uh, (laughs) Gloria, Gloria R reminded us that the Andrew sisters are from Minnesota. Um, Emily L had, uh, Dan Wilson reminding us of all the different projects he's been involved in from semisonic on down the road. Uh, Missy, your husband uh, was just so happy to talk <laughs> about Sunset Black, our old high school band. <laughs> it was a weird, you know, it was a weird thing because you know at that time to like get on the local radio station and and like have actual shows was a really big thing for garage <laughs> bands, and uh, we ended up we. I, I actually met a couple of the guys when I got one of my tattoos, they had, they had the same <laughs> tattoo place as me. And so that was even bigger uh, to that whole group. Um, but yeah, you had a, you had a couple of responses. Is there, you know, some, uh, some Minnesota bands that we, we should be remembering.
2: Me? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, I mean, of course, Bob Dylan. Um, uh, have you guys seen Do- Dr. Mambo's combo at bunkers at any point? Uh, so no okay I know of them <laughs> so yeah Prince's old uh, drummer from the new power generation Michael bland uh, put mm. together a, um, a, a really great group of, of musicians um, uh, it was, it was a, Margie Cox and Sonny too both work with Prince as well' um, were a part of this group and uh, Michael bland has got to be one of the greatest and heart like hardest hitting drums I've ever seen he's like a really big guy and like, I remember just doing a sound, like a, like a sound test, and I remember thinking, like, man, if my get, if my head got in the way of his stick, like I I'd be a goner. Like that's how hard he hit. <laughs> and it was pretty pretty great to watch. Um, so if, I don't know if they're ever, you know, bunkers. I think right now is, I think they're closed right Down. now. So yeah. Um, but if ever get a chance to see doctors Mambo's uh, dr mambo's combo they're pretty fun to watch and they do a lot of prints of course um Polisa, so me and Chris's second date was at the turf club watch seeing Polisa. uh so oh. i um, i see uh I, I think of Polisa our kind of our uh, every time I hear them I think of our kind of our earlier dating days um gangs uh that that one album was just incredible and i Mm-hmm. i want to hear more so um yeah. i i think mark Maulman's kind of an interesting guy uh mm-hmm. I, I like a lot i it was hit, uh some of his tracks um a baby takes it slow and uh uh fight the darkness with more darkness i i like his ballads um and kind of funny... in... well i'm sorry go ahead
0: I was just going to say, he's still in the Guinness Book of Records, right? For the longest yeah. consecutive Yeah. Like, like I
2: said, yeah, he's an interesting guy. Um, <laughs> and actually, it's kind of weird. So I was on Match.com, like pre-Chris, and I ran into Mark. <laughs> I talked to Mark Malman on Match.com. And like, I was like, I just That's something
0: like, you can always hold over him.
2: I doubt he even remembers me, but I just like picked his brain because I was like, how many songs do you write in a week? Like he was like one of the like he's like a Bob Dylan where like he just yeah. pub, he's a fountain of songs like they just come out of him. Uh, so I just thought he was a really interesting guy. Uh, well, you like, should
0: hold it over Chris though I would say like you should anytime Chris gets out of line just be like hey no. Mark Mullman's right down the yeah, road yeah uh, <laughs> but no like
2: um I you know I was already at the point where I dated enough musicians to know that like I didn't <laughs> want to do that anymore <laughs> so that's why we stopped being
0: musicians
2: <laughs> I was like yep yeah, no I I know I know that road I'm not going down that anymore um and then Okie Doki Brothers, they're a children's band, but they're they're really like as an adult, I can we can listen to them. I know more of the works than Henry does. <laughs> and we've seen them live like uh, a ton of times. And it's really fun to take your own kid to a concert, you know? And they're great. Right.
0: That's that's the <laughs> Grammy winning Okie dokie brothers. Well,
2: and actually they're really cool guys because actually they got nominated this year for their album uh, Songs for Singing." And actually, mm-hmm. they respectfully declined because of the lack of diversity in their category. Yep. Yep. So they're yeah. a really cool group of guys. Or c- a g- couple of guys. A couple of guys. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Great representation for uh, Minnesota.
2: Last thing, as Chris has a recommendation, that he says the new <laughs> Communist Daughter album, Unknown Caller, is really good.
0: Oh, I could see that. <laughs> they, they, they disbanded for a while and came back strong, so... I love me some communist daughter. Um, Ryan, did you have a favorite uh, local act that we should not forget about? Yeah, Call I mean, own?
3: definitely. Uh, my my one and two would be Prince, number mm. one, Bob Dylan, number two, I think, in that order. Um, but, I mean, Bob Dylan, I think, is like such a interesting um figure in pop culture and in music and in art um i i think that he i i've like compared him a lot i've compared kanye west to him a lot um Mm. and i think that people and, and i'm like being completely serious about it like i feel like they both had kind of a similar trajectory in their career um, mm-hmm. except for now with like the, the religious stuff, mm-hmm. but, and I, I actually, I, I don't think Bob Dylan, had,
0: Bob Dylan had a religious album.
3: That's right. He did in yeah. like 84 or something. Something like that. But, um, but yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think Bob Dylan's amazing. I love desire
1: <laughs> and, oh,
3: yeah. uh, you know, yeah, I, He's unimpeachable, I think, but I kind of took this question a little more like personal and, Mm -hmm. um, just wanted to talk about some of my, my, the bands that meant the most to me or the people that meant the most to me sort of in, uh, Mm -hmm. as far as local artists go, um, the The first two, um, were kind of more in in my mind, like a movement. Um, Mm -hmm. and one was like in my, from probably me being 16. So that would be like 97 Mm -hmm. or I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. 97, um, until I was maybe 24, 25. Um, and that was atmosphere, um, Mm -hmm. and pretty much that whole like atmosphere and idea and abilities and Musab and like, I mean the early, the nineties rhyme sayers collective days where they would have like monthly shows at first Avenue where you could go and it would be like, you know, atmosphere headlining, but then It would be, you you could go, it would start at like, you know, eight and it would be just back to back to back to back to back, (laughs) um, you know, DJs and rappers who are all like, you know, who all went, had like long careers here in the Mm -hmm. local hip hop scene. Um, And it was always just such a cool like meeting of the minds because that was kind of pre-hip-hop blowing up into the mainstream as like pop music you know Mm -hmm. it 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 was definitely like you know post-hip-hop becoming mainstream but it was before it really became mainstream like you know in like 2000 2001 Mm -hmm. um but and
0: like you said it's just so cool like how much of a collective it was, it, was. it felt, really did it felt it like everybody,
3: different. everybody who was in those walls kind of, it felt like you were all kind of like a collective or like a brethren, you know? Um, it felt
0: like an old school neighborhood party. Like literally, <laughs> like where we're all a little bit different, but we're all working together. For totally, the same thing. totally. It felt like
3: you, everybody there kind of felt like, um, you know, family of a sort. Yeah. Um, yeah I know what you mean so it those were really fun times and um you know i definitely um i still really respect um their first like four albums a lot Mm -hmm. like i think they're really really great and Mm -hmm. you know some of the other stuff that um atmosphere has done deep puddle dynamics um is like one of my favorite rap albums of all time. One of my favorite hip hop albums of all time. Um, and they, yeah, I, I think he's just like a a really, um, or they, he's like a Bob Dylan. They, they are, they are no, they, they, <laughs> they are a great, they are a great hip hop duo, and um, I'm, I'm. They, and they rep Minneapolis like nobody else, you know? Yeah. Um, the other uh, band, kind of right when I was falling off from atmosphere, I was falling onto <laughs> the Big Woo.
1: <laughs> um, and
3: uh, that was a scene... And that oh, was yeah. very much like atmosphere, a family environment <laughs> where like <Yep. laughs> everybody in there was like, you know, you could, uh, you know, everybody uh, knew each other, you know, you became friends with people there. Everybody would like go over to each other's houses afterwards and party and stuff. And like, <laughs> um, it was, it was a scene for sure. And like, um, that you know their shows at like the Kaboos mm-hmm. were just insane legendary i mean
1: <laughs>
3: they yeah
0: and up in duluth they would always do those like uh lutes and mountain shows in the in the oh summer. yeah they,
3: they did a ton of great festivals and they did they did their own festival um the big woo family reunion yep. which were some of some great great memories for me there um <laughs> But, you know, it's not that I think I, – I would never put – I they wouldn't be in my top 250 bands. But when you're talking <laughs> you're about the Minneapolis music scene, yeah. they're, like, essential to me.
0: You're proud to um, rep them and say they are from my, the, my city. Yeah.
3: Um, but all that being said <laughs> – the the one person I have to mention that um, I think is probably like my personal favorite and, um, you know, kind of covers both sides of like, you know, being a great artist, being um, part of this local music <laughs> scene, but also just like, um, you know, I don't know, standing on his music, standing on his own is Mason. If you say Jake Wicker, I'm going to (laughs) cry. No, Mason. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, especially like his first three or four albums, um, are just like, so mind blowing. Um, and I mean, they just meant so much to me at the time. Um, you know, yeah. they really like kind of, um, I don't know. They, they <laughs> kind of blew my mind. I get it. Really. So I get it. I'm going to stop talking oh. now because it's been, a <laughs> long, it's been a lot of talking. <laughs> you well you you
0: reminded me of a bunch. Uh, uh, I I had only one to add initially, but I'm gonna I'm gonna roll through three really quick. So uh, in reverse, since you said Mason Jennings, it made me re- it reminded me of Jeremy Mezier Smith, mm-hmm. who I actually got to see. They had a co-headline or not co-headlining, but uh, you know a, a dual bill. That was an amazing show that uh, me and Kaylee got to see at First Avenue. Um, but then when you said the big woo, that reminded me of Wookie Foot. <laughs> Do either of you remember Wookiee Foot? Oh, oh, yeah, I saw a lot of Wookiee Foot shows. They were so much fun. Um, and then, if you want to talk about like the not necessarily the best part of the hip hop scene, but the hip hop scene that got the most attention uh, in the late '90s, we can't forget Next and Too Close. We're from <laughs> South Saint Paul, and I got I got plenty of family in South Saint Paul, so I'm all about cranking up next and too close uh, uh the the second band that i had ever seen live open and close with the same song that's a, that's a throwback to it earlier episode. yeah uh, all right let's uh let's get to some recos uh roll around uh one at a time here um i'm gonna uh, I'll, I'll jump out first i uh, Recently, found a uh, documentary um, from a few years ago uh, called "The Yes Men," um, because I love, uh, you know, sticking it to the man. And and I, when I say that, I mean like like really the man. I'm not I'm not saying like screw over your little local businesses, but the 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 big uh, corporate globalization people. And that's exactly what this movie. It's a it's a mock or it's a documentary. You can find it on Pluto TV for free. Um, but it's the, these group of guys that are anti-corporate globalization. Um, they do a lot of hilarious things. Um, back in 2000, they had a, uh, George Bush website because they were able to buy up gwbush.com uh, instead of georgewbush.com <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, did a lot of funny things there. Um, but in this movie, they're, uh, uh intentionally impersonating the, uh, World Trade Organization, the WTO, and getting invited to conferences uh, to speak on things. Um, uh, There's a very hilarious scene about uh, you know, what regurgitating uh, food and uh, taking waste and turning it into food. And, and yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it, it's, 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 it's concerning. It's hilarious, but it's also concerning <laughs> and, and seeing the way, you know, some of these big uh, corporate CEOs don't uh, really mind any of this, uh, uh, these crazy ideas, but uh, <laughs> a, a fun, a fun documentary uh, nonetheless, and something that I think is very important uh, in this day and age. So uh, you can find it for free on Pluto TV. Um, yeah, uh, d- Mi- Missy, I know we kind of threw you into the ringer here, but do you do you have a recommendation for
2: us? Uh, last night uh, I watched the Tina Turner documentary um, on HBO. Oh. Uh, really good i mean i'm so intrigued for her uh like you know um yeah mm-hmm. i mean she's one of the great one of the great voices uh uh just yeah uh so like and so has anyone seen um uh what love got to do with it the you know the movie with uh um, yep. you know uh, gosh I'm tired so I can't think of names right now. <laughs> uh,
1: Angela Bassett and uh, yeah, Angela Fishburne. Angela Bassett, yeah. And I was and, gonna say
2: and Cowboy Curtis. Uh or, or, yeah. <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne. Okay. So um I would say actually that movie was like kind of chronologically was actually pretty accurate um to the, the documentary. Um like okay. just kind of how thing kinda of how things kind of lay laid out like, you know. Um, and, uh, but you know, they, they, you know, the, the violence was pretty terrible in the movie, but it, it didn't even come close to the real deal. Um, so, um, it was just, yeah. And, uh, it's, yeah, I just, I was trying to lesson plan while I was watching this. And of course I didn't get anything done because, uh, it was so <laughs> intriguing just her strength and, uh, just how she, and what, what was most imp- like interesting to me is that she when she came out with private dancer she was 44 years old and yeah. and you know it's like when i'm 41 so it's like when i'm feeling like i'm done <laughs> you know when i'm feeling like tired i just have to tell myself you know what, tina turner came out with private dancer but she was 44 and she looked like that and she danced like that and you know what i still got some work to do you know <laughs> <laughs> i i can't get too cozy you know i gotta yeah. i gotta i gotta do something here <laughs>
1: that's
0: funny
2: i get that, I get uh, that. so uh, nice we uh yeah
0: on you know, HP you said it's on hbo Max? hbo
2: it just came out like on saturday night uh okay yeah so yeah um, just I, I really yeah. like you know kind of rock and roll documentaries uh, all too. sorts of documentaries but um, but yeah Tina Turner is like yeah, it's just just a, a oh, 101 and, and strength and uh, resilience.
0: What's yeah. you know we should we should start a petition to get her as the musical guest for the season finale of Saturday Night Live. I think that'd be a
2: she, she's like a 81 one. now. She's still back right? I don't know.
0: I bet she could do an acoustic performance. Somebody behind her playing guitar. That wouldn't
2: see. be right. She needs to, you know, she has like she has to dance, right? <laughs> I
0: get it. I get it. Even at 81. Maybe yep. we have yeah. her we
3: have her come out in a wheelchair and then she like stands up and flips it back and then starts dancing. Reveals that she doesn't need the wheelchair. It was all a ruse.
0: She she rips open her shirt and there's a Superman symbol.
2: <laughs> Ball plant. <laughs>
0: uh, Ra- Ryan, do you have a, a first recommendation for us?
3: Yeah, so there were a couple things. I mean, so first off, during, we, we watched so many movies over the course of this <laughs> sickness. It was crazy. Um, and all, like, classics. We watched all the Christopher Guest movies. I mean... Well, in, we watched Spinal Tap, uh, Waiting for Guffman, and Best in show Show, um, and we watched. Then, so you know, I talked about last week. I think uh, watching the Snyder Cut um, mm-hmm. that was got its hooks into me enough where I wanted to go back and watch Batman versus Superman. So I mm-hmm. watched that, the Ultimate <laughs> Edition. The like BBS three hour version DOK. of that, and then, and then we also watched The Dark Knight, um, and yeah, oh, and then I watched Phantom Thread randomly. I, I I slept through a lot of that, but I've, you know, I've seen that movie like ten times. It's kind of like a comfort movie for me, so I just love that movie so much. But um, and but. The things that I have been like (laughs) eating.
0: Yes, yes.
3: Number one, (laughs) MTV's Catfish. Um, I don't know if you all are familiar with this show.
2: Is it a? a Isn't wasn't there a movie called Catfish? Is it kind of like that? It is, but exactly is it like, like basically that? It's the like same tricking people, people?
3: <laughs> yes so so here's the concept um it's about these two guys who um each episode there's a new case or whatever that they get people will email them and request that they come like help them on their case and it's like hey team I'm a my name is Jimmy, and um, I've been in a relationship with Samantha for the last three years. Um, but every time I try to meet her, like, oh, online, online. every time I try to meet her, she always comes up with some crazy excuse at the last second why she can't That's meet here. me. Like, um, And so I'm starting to think that she's not real. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you... Can you help me get to the bottom of this? And so, like, (laughs) they'll come meet up with that person and, like, they'll um, get all the details from them about, like, how their relationship started, Mm -hmm. the history of their relationship. And then they'll go, they'll, like, go internet sleuthing (laughs) to try to find, like, this person's uh, actual information. And they'll take their, if they get their phone number, they'll try to trace their phone number and figure out where it's from. And then, um, and then they, you know, once they figure it out, they'll contact the person and be like, Hey, this is Neve and Max from Catfish. Um, we're talking with, you know, Jimmy, um, and we want to meet with you. Is that, Mm -hmm. would you be okay if we came to your place and met with you? And they're like generally say yes um because they're already busted at that point you know um and so so, does it
2: always does it always end up being like like a completely different person not
3: always it's 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 mostly there's there's like different it's not it's not as formulaic as you'd think it would be it's like it's not like every time it's some like pervy 40 year old dude. It is, no, no. You know, it's, it's like there are some times where it's like, um, there's, you know, there's been a couple I've seen where it's been like, uh, somebody who's, uh, recently transitioned and they're like mm. still trying, they're not comfortable yet, like, um, expressing themselves
1: right. in right.
3: person. And so they find this like online persona and that's kind of the way they are able to find love like that. And right. even though it's right. like,
1: so, it really
3: sucks for the person who like doesn't know that it's not this guy who looks like Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> right. It's actually this, right. you know, um, 19 year old trans dude. Okay. Um, but
0: but it's about uh, at least it you know like you said it's not all just like
3: it's yeah tragic exactly. story after it's, tragic it's, story they're, they're all they're, just... they're all like really captivating and like hmm. it's kind of i i told becky like it's like uh a, a mix between csi and 90 day fiance but <laughs> it's 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 better than that, even. I don't know. It's just, and maybe it's just my fever brain, but I've been like, <laughs> I I just randomly, like, I had seen the movie when it came out, like, a decade mm-hmm. ago. And then, you know, I knew there was a show now. I've seen, like, maybe an episode at some point in my life. It's been on for eight seasons now. At least that's what's on Hulu. Um, oh, you've but it's been well, out for a long time it. and i i just was like scrolling through um hulu like looking for a show to watch and i came upon catfish and i was like what the hell and i just st- went to season six because i figured that there's eight seasons you know i'll start it kind Let's of get one, it, one of the let, newer ones it get its feet under Let's it get deep yeah <laughs> and it was like i've i've haven't I haven't really wanted to watch much else, except for the other show I'm going to mention in my
0: reviews. <laughs> no, you've talked to me. I, again, I'm not usually into MTV shows, so, you know. Uh,
3: this one's quality.
0: I'm, I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to give it a chance. Um, also on Hulu, so my uh, second and last uh, recommendation, um, I love my stupid adult cartoons uh, where they swear and have, you know, Weird uh, themes. Um, I discovered a show called Solar Opposites, uh, and its second season just came out. Um, it's again an animated sitcom uh, about a uh, alien family that takes refuge on Earth because their <laughs> planet uh, got destroyed. Um, and I don't know, I don't know if this comes up in the second season, but they're not the they're not the only survivors of their planet just everybody went to a different planet they all got shot out in different directions but um and they hate earthlings <laughs> but they're stuck here um and uh it's it's interesting and, and there's also it, it, i i always love a good weird b story and the b story <laughs> to this entire series is um one of the aliens uh, uh is constantly shrinking people and then putting in, putting them in his giant, he's got like essentially a gigantic hamster uh, uh, (laughs) society built into the wall of their house. So there's like different levels and, 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 you know, rulers of it's, it's an interesting show. It's fun. And, you know, again, I love a a good R rated uh, cartoon. So if you like R rated cartoons that are a little bit more thought provoking than your family guy, (laughs) um, check out solar opposites on Hulu.
3: Uh, I don't know if either have either of you guys heard of that show? I've seen it on on Hulu. I mean, I've seen like, seen it advertised. Right.
2: I saw right. yes, yeah, it like pops up on the,
0: yeah on the screen. Give it a chance. Um, uh, so uh, Miss, Missy, did do do, was there one more recommendation, or did you, uh, that was your big one? Um,
2: uh, we uh, we've we gotten like I just didn't want to skip you. We've gotten two episodes into a show called Woke. Uh, okay. With uh, L- Lamorne Morris from uh, uh, New Girl, uh, w- okay. Winston from New Girl. Um,
0: Jen loves New Girl.
2: <laughs> um, and uh, it's it's pretty good so far. Like it's kind of an original premise. Um, he like I would say casting wise, like he was a really good choice for for this role. Um, so he's a cartoonist who's got a really popular uh, cartoon. Um, and he, he pretty, he pretty kind of plays it pretty safe. Um, he doesn't get political. He doesn't talk about race, um, uh, until mm. a, a, an event comes and, um, and he's experienced a, a bit of adversity, uh, when mm. it comes to his race. And then it it just kind of, it's like a floodgate, you know, like, um, now this whole world is open up to him as far as like, um, applying politics and race to his, his work, uh, mm. and. It's, it's actually yeah it's it's pretty funny and it's uh, but it you know it it approaches uh, kind of an interesting uh, topic uh, in in kind of a really entertaining way,
0: yeah. Nice.
2: And yeah, I I kind of I always liked him and new girl uh, yeah. Uh,
0: you know once you get uh, once you get past episode three usually you're, you're pretty golden if you got a success right there so <laughs> hey. Uh, We'll have to check that out. Ryan, uh, I'm excited. I I know you got, uh, one more, uh, that you've already shared a little bit with me. Um, I'm, I'm about, uh, uh, 20 minutes into that, that first episode. And so, sorry, sorry. I'll, I will let you go.
3: So, um, my second recommendation is a comedy show. Um, it's called Monster Factory, and it's brought to you by the McElroy brothers um who <laughs> if you're if you've ever heard of my brother, my brother and me, um <laughs> that's their podcast. um they they do other I think they do a couple other podcasts too, um Adventure Zone or something like that um. Mm-hmm. But they, um, two of the three brothers host this show, and it's just their voices. On the screen, you just see the video game they're playing. Hmm. And each week, they pick a different game that has <laughs> the function where you can create your own player. And they, <laughs> they only, like... Pick games where it has like really intricate, um mm-hmm. you know, like you can like adjust the size of the eyeballs <laughs> and like how wide the mouth is and. How I love they... it when
2: games have that. <laughs> totally,
3: That's, you can like um,
2: customize things.
3: So I mean, they have like fifty episodes, so they've played like a shitload <laughs> of these funny. games, but so th- they'll they'll spend probably like the first. Um, I'd say probably two thirds of the episode making the character. And then the last mm-hmm. third of the episode playing the game with the character <laughs> or like exploring the world of the game with the character. Um, and they always, I mean, it's called monster factory for a reason. They, they usually make somebody who's super fucked up looking and like <laughs> kind of scary. Um, but oh, I finally
0: get to be a video game character.
3: So it, where It's,
2: where do you find that
3: show? I'm, like, it's, curious about it. <laughs> it's, it's, on, it's on YouTube. Okay,
2: YouTube. It's you
3: really, right. really funny. The The McElroy brothers are hilarious. And, like, My Brother, My Brother, and Me, I feel like I may have mentioned that on this show before. It's one of my favorite. It's one of the podcasts I listen to every week. But Monster Factory is the two brothers I like the most from the show. And uh, this is, I've just been, like, loving this so much. I laughed so hard. I mean, I've been like sick as a fucking dog, like, <laughs> like wrapped in blankets, just like, Aww. like laughing so hard. I can't breathe. And like, afraid I'm going to like wake Becky up on the recliner. <laughs> Cause like, it's like just so funny. Um, yeah. but yeah, the, the yeah, I I'll stop there, but no, that's, it's incredible.
0: Again, having, having gotten, uh, the, it, it was, it was an episode that was split <coughs> in parts. So I'm about a third of the way through the episode and it's absolutely fantastic. And, and Ryan, you gave a absolutely perfect description there. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very funny. Missy, you will, you will very much enjoy it. I think probably Chris will too. So, um, cool uh that wraps it up we're you know about a little more than halfway through the the first half of that uh prince tournament and uh i I haven't agreed with every result but it has been a damn fun tournament so far uh missy thank you so much for coming on and uh, giving us (laughs) your uh expertise uh, (laughs) uh, uh no, no, no! Again, because so like it, <laughs> it was so much fun to, to talk about these songs and, and what could have been, and all <laughs> these different great local bands. Um, no, really, really appreciate it uh, taking the time out of your busy day. Yeah, uh, was fun. We, you know jen is a teacher herself we know how important uh, your time is and and how important you are uh for all of us and Aww. all of our you know people with kids and everything so again we just appreciate it Thank you. um Ryan, I really hope you get uh, better soon. I know you're on the up and up, but uh, a speedy, speedy recover to you. Thank you. Um, can you now talk for twenty more minutes? Yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Now you have to uh, sing.
2: This is the singing portion.
1: <laughs> that I could not do.
2: Blood would start pouring out of my
1: mouth. <laughs> don't have to be oh. I'm just kidding. Uh,
0: all right. Uh, thank you, thank you, guys, all, uh, and thank you, everybody out there, for listening, uh, and for all of us here in the pop tournaments universe. Please keep on voting and keep on popping.
3: Pop pop.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Adios. <laughs> um.
1: Oh uh-huh.